So when will intellectuals stop killing us? It wasn't us that made him fall. No, you can't blame us at all. Just when I thought it was safe to be quiet, some idiot gets on television pretending he's close to me on the gun thing, preaching the evils of the NRA. If only we could make them go away, we'd all be free to be and to be and to be and to be. Mistake me not, I cannot stand the NRA. The ones I know are them, which is often obvious by the large bumps about their body or the phalluses they strap across their shoulders in Walmart. But they are human, and Mr. McConaughey may not belong to the NRA, but he does belong to the NRA. The right, the right to the Alito history and tradition of owning a firearm, possessing lethal force of the most lethal and efficient kind in your wee hand, handbag, holster, safe, or pants pocket is the question. All things being equal in a culture founded on so much grievance, allowing people generally to take the law into their own hands to be judge, jury, and executioner, extrapolating from the few words in an amendment and somehow conjuring a phrase about defense of self, family, and property where no such phrase exists is bound to end up where it has. I do think the founders were probably understandably worried about the Africans and native people they had decided in their enlightened way to brutally treat, that these people armed and angry would threaten their free state, and that has not changed in the intervening centuries. To be obvious, the right of the people to keep and bear arms did not mean non-white people non-white male people, we are encouraged to imagine our world is full of angry people seething to kill us, steal from us, and rape us. And we do imagine that. And there are two ways to cope with this fear, with any fear. Dismiss it as useful fantasy and grow up, or give in to it. Dismissing it would be to resist entirely the indoctrination we are saturated in. Nobody is that strong. Once you have been told that this is the greatest nation, you are the greatest people in the greatest society ever, what reason would others have for anger against you except peevish and demonic jealousy? Homicidal jealousy. It isn't really that the entertainment industry swamps us with zombies as reality. It is our appetite for the story. This is the fact of America. When a Ross Douthat comments on the disorder of us, he points very clearly at who he thinks is out of order. It is never the us he belongs to. The evidence screams at any mind but a Christian's that you have reaped what you did sow. The founder's creation imagined by the unimaginative. There was plenty of evidence they were making some seriously wrong moves, which they ignored, was going to foster the siege mentality America has arrived at. If it is possible, the uptick it is possible the uptick in white supremacists is evidence of criminal defensiveness. The record is clear. The critical race facts are very clear. And if the vengeful European version of how the world works were done unto us, we are in big trouble. 
It is a very good thing for us that when atrocities happen all over the world, the victims don't rush off to invade the wrong country, kill half a million people, and justify the invasion with fictional WMD. The American dream has grown into itself, and it is a nightmare we seem more fascinated by than repelled by. I think these roots sink deep into monotheism and its exceptionalist existence. It doth make cowards of us all, which, given its rather brave origin, is bewildering. But we are our habits. If you don't own the gun, why not apply your mighty mind to why people do? and steer clear of the usual reasoning. A country with loud and bragging universities and more money than Hollywood allows a $7.25 minimum wage into the age of Musk, deep into the age of Musk. Let us begin at the beginning, then come back to the issue of the day. Issues of the day. Guns, war, and inequality. It won't take long, but the question you might want to consider while you are listening to me in indignation is which of the three above are you actually against? First of all, you live where you live, a place that offers a great unequal reward to winners. As I have studied it, the Constitution is a book of rules for the winners, particularly winners who deepen and justify the ways of winning. Andrew Sullivan, Jonathan Haidt, Stephen Pinker, no, not venture capitalists, PhDs. There is a long list, my own beloved Hitchens, stars on everybody's lips, booksellers extraordinaire, stars of the marketplace, men usually who lend usually who men usually who lend literature to commerce. The reasons for their veneration, their syntax, articulation, reasonableness, affability, humor, and the stories they tell that soothes the savage. And they all evidently believe their own press. They have won as much as Jack Welsh, Donald Trump, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington. These lads live very well, are very flattered by our attentions. No hermit Chomsky here. They are Elvis without talent. Today's intellectuals are conspicuously unfree of that which made Socrates so useful, a day job. Narcissistic as any pop star without the art should attend it. All these booksellers, Socrates, would have disdained, rightly, I believe, as sophists yearning to be Abba. Book writers know a good thing when they see it, an angle on a popular grievance that will ensure book flies from shelf, a readership untrammeled by self-examination, just whiningly in need. Tucker Carlson is obvious, Dostoevsky less so. There are better Russian writers, but none so zealous. Culture becomes what it needs to be, reason the need. European culture has so much need. And here the NRA cop-out shows up. The politician supports the NRA not because the organization gives them millions. They support them because the NRA represents their buddies and their own feelings. It gives no more millions than most other interest groups. I know rational, profound people who say, of course, I have a guns in the house. I have four daughters and a wife. 
The man with four daughters does not need to be corrupted by a satanic NRA. Why do we imagine that all those senators and congressmen do? The once silent, now talking constituency, the law-abiding citizenry who claim to want gun control are individually rational and wise. And on we go until we are forced to acknowledge that the problem is this rationality. Obama said, I can remember it so clearly, that wonderful voice saying a law-abiding citizen should be able to own a gun to protect himself and his family. From where I sit, from my point of view, this is exactly the cause, the madness. So apropos, I watched part of a YouTube about personal responsibility. It opened with a proclamation that humans naturally seek, probe, ponder, and strive to improve their lot. Or, he snuck in the narrator, the lot of all. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay, and given the historic division of everything, labor foremost, who has the time, funding, license, and privilege to do the seeking and the probing? Who talks about productivity and produces nothing? Have they sought or probed ever? Or Da Vinci-like designed war machines? Do they probe today? And was it ever done in the interest of the community at large? I got bored and switched over to Bill Moyers, such an icon, surely an icon among public intellectuals, discussing the insurrection of which he mightily disproved and concluding that in the end we must simply preserve and obey the Constitution. Without any opinion of the con necessary, how probing is that? It is biblical probing disallowed pieces of paper written on 250 odd years ago begrudgingly amended it amended since this is the holy grail then i thought well yes intellectuals there is another world elsewhere of course a group a cadre not on the payroll of propagandists chomsky hedges casagrande james baldwin the father in my lifetime of the dissenters, or as my brother argues, in Russia they throw dissenting journalists in jail. I say simply Assange. In America the dissenters are marginalized to their books and YouTube. The stars do not dissent, so no need to throw them in jail. They are grumblers for sure, but they are harmless. Moyers like, they say, if we just return to the Bible, we'd be okay. They are myth enforcers, not exposers or destroyers. The reviewers intrigued by the North man are not just silly men. They are men without experience of life, ivory-towered, ivy-leagued, sheltered, and not very useful. The arts, I guess, including this film, must pass some standard of inner truth, really. Avenge my father, rescue my mother, and my kingdom was overwhelmed years ago by Freud and the real Hamlet. Now the intellectual insists that the truths of Rambo and Conan, really superior movies, hold some magic we have forgotten, some sanction of the mass shootings they all deplore while promoting. You know, Constantine converted to Christianity almost 2,000 years ago because he painted crosses on his shields and won a battle. Had he lost, imagine 
we might have been most likely spared Christianity. We are stuck with it now because our war god beat theirs. This is all one needs to know to at least wonder. No, says the intellectual. Christianity is the font of the great civilization, as deluded as the great generation. Myth is the greatest tool of war ever. Purveyors of myth are warmongers. Intellectuals should be probing at and demanding of myth, not its blinded Samsons. John Meacham, I do mean you, caught red-handed babbling on about Russian meddling when Bill Maher reminded, well, we do it too. The great bookseller Meacham literally said, picky, picky, picky. Oh, chortle. These omissions of truth cause death as sure as lying about cigarettes, so stop killing us. In my experience, you seem better at reading than thinking, at citing and quoting as evidence than thinking through and persuading. In my experience, again, where there, there is no final word, the discoverers, the seekers, the probers, and persuaders come from every community, come thick and fast from communities outside the hallowed halls, an instructive reference to the Christian roots of modern ed education. But not you, O oh intellectuals. From communities not tied to elitism and its obvious belief in inequality, cultures right here before the European invasion of the place east of Asia and west of Europe, that regularly experimented with the hows and whys of government, who did seek, probe, and tinker. I guess a giant like Mo Moyers operates in a world where only the Western, let's call it European, experiment holds any answers. So, without a single thought on the truth, origins, and intentions of the U.S. Constitution, all of which I find numbingly corrupt, especially in intent. It does exactly as intended. It says, here thou need not think for thyself. Here it is writ, only obey. And is left with a regiment of probers refusing to probe. The discussions in the Euro-West about its obvious daily collapse are never ever self-critical. The collapse is just because we don't hold faster to our traditions and magic books and fight harder against the influence of the devil who resides in the east of our otherwise Eden. There is the intellectual. The exception by which all rules are made dust, who demonstrates what an intellectual with courage might be, Neam Chomsky, but he is under no lucrative contract and very seldom mentions his books on sale at all fine bookstores. He has allies, but not many, and many of them come doctrine laden, as I do. But the load I am laden with is light and ancienter than where intellectuals seem to have decided time began with agriculture and books. Perhaps the problem or my sensitivity to it is that for all of what we think of as history, society, cities and states, etc., of complicated human life, we seem for some reason manic to prove ourselves and the odd visiting Chomsky Martian 
to ourselves and the odd visiting Chomsky and Martian that we are the paragon. That we have advanced, developed, hauled, our, hauled ourselves out of the muck, risen above, clutching the fire we stole from the gods. I don't disagree or agree. I just don't think we need to believe it. I would probe and question this need bigly. The job of promoting this effortful idea has been taken by the priest intellectual. The Steven Pinker who writes bestsellers affirming his joyous rush into the light led by guess who. This is so much part of us, this faith in our own never-before-seen dynamism that I bow before it. It seems to be inevitable in all our religions, in our ways of seeing that we are the best and chosen, therefore, or the other way around. But what happens to you or me if we say it ain't so? Just to be clear, the life before the agricultural revolution, roughly 12,000 years ago, was also complicated. Hunter-gatherer cultures, when we don't dismiss them, are turning out to have been pretty fascinating, deeply human, with answers to many of the trends that bug us, inequality, spiritualism, land use, identity, except that we are so desperate to be proven right right up to the cities of the world being flooded with waters. 